Welcome to the third episode of Beyond the Listing. I'm your host, Jeremy Medor. And I'm Danielle Downs. So today we had a great conversation with Ashley Coffey, mm-hmm. um, and we'll more on that later, but I uh, had a fantastic conversation in regards to scheduling Ooh. and calendar management and such. Yes. <laughs> um, so actually, I'd like to have your take on that. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of a market update today, sure. let's talk a little bit about calendar management and how you keep it all straight. It just happens. I put things on the schedule and it's like a big game of Tetris. Like that's how I explain it to people when they're asking for like a certain time slot. I'm like, it's a giant game of Tetris that's constantly moving and Mm -hmm. I'm constantly trying to fit in Mm -hmm. the little pieces within other pieces. Um, I think when I interviewed you, you, I actually used words similar to that and I said it was a three dimensional puzzle. Yeah, I think there was, I feel like there's like a cube or something I had to solve for for like Indeed or something like that. I must have solved it because you did call me. So yeah, I did. I did. Not just once, three times total. First interview, second inter- yeah. interview, and then job offer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, I never thought I'd actually find like enjoyment out of scheduling, but it's almost like a game, you know, just trying to figure out the best way. Where to slot things. Yeah. yeah. Like the time and the place and the people. And yep. um, I think I have it down. You know, for I think me, you do. it's it's a science and what I say goes at this point. It's so. more than just operational, I'd say. Yeah. So I think so. It's good. Yeah, it's good. And it's it's a it's a good day when it's a thing of beauty on top of that. Right. Where you've had a great scheduling day where everything just like fell into place. Yeah. Oh, there's some very minimal where I get gaps like and actual um, like all the same town. Yeah. For one person. And like, boom, 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 boom. It, it's so rare. It's mm-hmm. so rare. But I'm like, look at this beautifulness. Like, I yep. actually, like, alert people. I'm like, mm-hmm. look at it. It's back to back to back mm-hmm. to back with, like, a little lunch break in yep. there. And it's, that's, that's the dream. Yep. That's the goal. Yep. <laughs> and then the nightmare is when that middle one cancels. And that happens. That happens. Yep. When you think you're going to have, like, a beautiful little route. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, I need to move. Yeah. To now. And it, that's All fine. my hopes and dreams were dashed. Yep, it's, but I watch it as I take that appointment away, like a little tear <laughs> just dribbles down a little bit as I see yeah. my perfect day just yeah. moved. But yep. it is what it is. People but then you remind change. yourself progress, not perfection. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. out of my control. Exactly. And it's probably out of the client's control too. Yep. So, <laughs> yep. And at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter a whole heck of a lot. It really doesn't. But anyway, I'm glad to hear to hear you say that. Um, so Ashley will be talking more on that later about uh, you know the operational intelligence that comes from um, clean scheduling. I can't wait to hear it actually, so. and it was really great to meet her in person because we've been talking via email. Yeah. Uh, for two and a half years. Two so, behind the scenes people. Yeah, it actually got to shake hands and say hello, and <laughs> it's nice, isn't it? Very nice. Yeah. I, I enjoy that. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Beyond the Listing. I'm your host, Jeremy Medora, joined by Ashley Coffey uh, from Love Where You Live. I'm the marketing director and a realtor. And that's with Keller Williams? Yes. Keller Williams, Boston Northwest. Fantastic. Don't forget that. I won't. I won't. <laughs> so we're just going to cold open and uh, talk a little bit about Love Where You Live. Okay. And um, just call out the elephant in the room. You guys you guys really market the pants off of properties. We try. We try, we try to be as unique as possible. Um, I feel like there's not enough 
uniqueness in the real estate world. Ooh. So you have to, you have to stand out. You do. Yeah. You do. And so the chosen way of standing out is um, to really go to bat for the client yes. in, in a way that's not typical. Yes. We want to be the first person they call for anything they need. Literally anything. If you're, if their toilet's not working, call us. We'll find somebody to fix it. Sure. Um, if you're not sure what color to paint your wall, we will tell you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you cover the gamut. Yeah. And we've had, we have relationships with all of those vendors and contractors and anybody they would ever need that they most of the time answer the phone when we call. So we feel like we have that like upper level. Okay. So that because of the relationships. Yeah. The relationships. And then just like, I mean, the construction world alone, it's hard to get a call back as a homeowner. Oh my, yes. Yes. You are absolutely yes. correct. And I grew up in that world. So I so know. Did I. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. My dad still doesn't answer the phone as much as he should, but yeah. it, that's just the way of the construction life. So we've, I feel like we've developed those relationships good with mm-hmm. all of our contractors and people that we use that they respect our business and know, they know where that, your position is Yes, and they know what level of toleration you have yes. for a certain behaviors and performances yes. and that we are a quality real estate company that yeah. isn't going to leave them in the dust. Right. Right. So yes. they know, so they know when, when, when one of you guys picks up the phones and calls them, it's real, that it's a, it's a real need. Yes. You're not kicking tires. Yes. You're not just looking for an estimate yes. out of 10, 10 people and then go use it somewhere else. Yeah. Yes. No, we will use them to fix sure. the problem. Sure. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I can definitely see somebody wanting to pick up the phone yeah. on the other end of that. Yeah. So th- yeah. that's good. That's yeah. good. But that's the power of relationships though, yeah. right? Like that's, that's the point of building these vendor networks mm-hmm. and um, really concentrating on um, the long game. Yeah. And I feel like that's what sets you apart in the real estate world is developing relationships across the board with everybody. Yeah. That sets you apart. What's, uh, what's your, what's your favorite relationship as far as like, um, uh, well, what's, what's the challenge that you had recently that you overcame because of those relationships? I mean, well, my favorite relationship is actually Midor. Oh, here we go. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, but I, I, I you mean, don't have to have a shameful plug. No, I'm serious because you guys help us when we, when we need you and we need you last minute because let's face it, <laughs> real estate is last minute. Yeah. It is the nature of the beast. And you guys always pull through for us. And if we don't have you, our properties don't look good. So I know I'm doing a Medora podcast right now, but yes, you're, you guys are my favorite relationship. Well, we appreciate that greatly. So so when we were talking about who to have on the podcast, mm-hmm. um, your name was one of the very first ones that came up. And not because that. of the dollars or the volume, but because of uh, how much of a joy you are to work with. Well, thank you. Because I think that the feeling that we have with you guys is mutual. Mm-hmm where we know that if you're calling us up last minute, it's not because of lack of planning on your part. Correct. And that's a huge thing Yes. in the industry because yes. um, in the 11 years that we've been doing this, it's hard. Um, that is hard. <laughs> we have uh, found behavior patterns mm-hmm. agent to agent. Yes. And we know that when certain agents call, it's because we're like number two or three on their list of photographers. Yes. And it's really a Hail Mary. Yes. Like, this is like, oh, maybe Medora's available. Yes. You know, instead of starting with us because we were available right. or whatever. Honestly, we don't have you know. another list. Oh, You're the list. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, that's why we have eight full-time photographers. <laughs> there you go. Because we make sure that we are one, two, three, four, and up to eight. Yes. Uh, on the list. So, um, so I appreciate that. Yeah. I do. I, we, I appreciate you. Yeah. 
Okay, there you go. <laughs> um, so beyond mutual appreciation, mm-hmm. um, I've always had um, joyful and inspiring conversations with you uh, on a listing basis when we're. I would agree. Together. Yes, and I've heard similarly from from our people as well, mm-hmm. um, where where it's not a. Oh, Ashley coffee today. It's more of a, wow, yeah, I get to work with Ashley today. Got to make it fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And uh, so, so, so what are, what are some of your, what are your, some of your, some of your life mantras that kind of like come through as an agent um, and how you work at a property with both vendors and clients alike that makes that whole process joyful? Um, I, I just don't see it as like a life or death situation, I guess. Um, we're here to sell houses and that's what we're doing. Nobody's going to die. Um, I feel like I have a different perspective on that than most people because of what my husband does for work. My husband's a uh, lieutenant firefighter. Plug him. Go ahead. Yeah, for the Littleton Fire Department. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he, his job literally is life and death. Yep. And so I see what that really means as opposed to yeah. other people who don't. So your, your view of the scalability of problems is very different. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I kind of just let it roll off my shoulders. Sure. Doesn't bother me. Yep. I still go home, get to see my husband and my kids at the end of the day. Yep. And that's all I care about, really. Yep. Yeah, I have a I have a very, very good friend of mine who loves to use the word uh, figure outable. Mm-hmm. And so the way that she grades problems yep. is, um, is it figure outable? Yeah. And if it is, then it's not a problem. Exactly. It's just a challenge that you have to come up with a solution for. Yep. And then work through it. Yep. We'll figure it out. Yep. Yeah. And so I think that if you approach anything in a transactional mm-hmm. uh, area of life uh, with that same perspective, it really takes the the wind out of the sails of the issue. Yes. Yeah. So. I mean, I, yeah, I just, I've seen what he comes home with and I don't come yeah. home with that. So <laughs> I can't, you can't even compare it really. Yeah. And yeah. And I just, I mean, there are other people that other agents in the real estate world that think the world will blow up if, the mm-hmm. house isn't listed by this time on this day, but really yep. it'll be okay. It'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it will. Yeah. It will. The yep. sky will not fall. Yeah. So I feel like that I have a really different perspective than most in this industry because of that. Yeah. And yeah, I kind of let that guides me because I don't have a choice really. It has to. And I don't, people might not like that I say this, but his job is more important than mine, but it is, it is what it is. I don't think. I, I think anybody who doesn't like what you say right there should probably not be less, listening to this well, podcast. Yeah, but I mean, um, it's possible. But yeah, no, I, I I can see what you're saying. Yeah, like I, I just realized that we, as a family, that's what our life is. And I respect that. I like it. And that's how I live my life and work too. That's refreshing. Yeah. That's really refreshing. Well, okay. So so with that life perspective, because mm-hmm. that's really what it is, yep. um, how does that influence... Um, your relationships with your clients, does that screen some clients in the process? Um, I mean, I feel like sort of, you always can kind of tell, um, yes and no. I mean, I think it just depends on the situation, how they respond to you. And I mean, I'm a mom of three kids and if I say I have to pick the kids up at school today and they don't respect that, then maybe I don't want to work with them or, you know what I mean? I mean, that's more important to me. Okay. So by, do you, do you find yourself setting those uh, guidelines and guardrails at the onset of a relationship? Uh, yeah, I definitely have boundaries when it comes to work for love where you live and real estate client, my little side hustle, real yep. estate clients, because I have to yep. in order to 
not go crazy. Okay. <laughs> um, but so no, I'm not going to answer the phone at nine o'clock at night if All somebody right. calls me. So you set standards from the onset. Yes. Okay. I'm probably having a baby in my arms and I'm not answering the phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're a new again, mother. Yes. Uh, a, a, yeah. A third time. Yes. And, She's uh, almost eight months, yeah. almost eight months old. Yeah. yeah. And then and I have a seven year old and a five year old. All right. So I'm in it. And you are in it. Yes. You are in it. Yes. How is that all going? Um, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they say one more is nothing, but I feel like I'm in a little bit of like a circus. Okay. But a good circus. Yep. Um, the third one's the chillest. She goes everywhere. They will be. Yeah. She will be the chillest. She's a sweet little baby. Yep. Um, so it's going, it's going. It's going. <laughs> yeah. It's going. I'll circle yeah. back with you. Yeah. And, and we'll see how that goes. It's definitely harder on, um, when Sean's at work cause he works 24 hour shifts. Ooh. So yeah. So I call those single mom nights okay. where it's just me and the three children. How often does he do that? Um, so it's 24 hours on. Yeah. Two days off, okay. 24 hours on, four days off. Oh. But then add in all the overtime because sure. you can't not work overtime as a firefighter. Oh, okay. So the days off aren't really... Depends on the okay. week. <laughs> yeah. It's just uh, like a rotating... Yeah. Like, I can see why your perspective on things is much different. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Because, I mean, he could get ordered in tomorrow. Yep. Ordered in means you have, to, you have to go in no matter what because sure. nobody picked up the shift. So then it's me scrambling to figure out how it all fits together. I have a, a different level of respect for you today than I did yesterday. Thank you. Because <laughs> it, it's hard. Yeah. As, as a, as a civilian, mm -hmm. I don't know these facts. Yeah. Yeah. Of life. A lot of people don't actually. Right. Yeah. Like I, like everyone, we, people will say, Oh, that's a great schedule. It's well, oh. well actually it's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> he shoves what you work in one week all into two days yep. and then more. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Sleep deprived. Yeah. Coming home ragged. Yeah. 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 So wow. he so he might be up all night and comes home and then I give him all three kids and say, Okay, I'm going to work. Bye. <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah. And so your real estate your your real estate um commitments um obviously are, are working out. Yes. Um and uh you're able to juggle all of that. For now, so, yes. For now. For now. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, well. I got I'm they're all up in the air and I'm kinda catching them. <laughs> Blink three times if you need help. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, wow. All right. Okay. So, so that's, that's a challenge. You're, yeah. This is, this, this conversation is going in a much different direction than I had anticipated in my head. And this, that's good. I'm yeah. Glad, I'm yeah. Glad for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. People, a lot of people don't realize that aspect of the firefighter life. Yeah. Fire family life. Should I call yeah. it? I, would I, would I be safe to assume that other, um, first responders probably have the same, yeah. Challenges. Yes. If you're in line, if you're law enforcement, yeah. probably similar yeah. similar setup. schedules. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And that's why the, it's it's nice when you befriend other families within the service you because have a support community. Yeah. They they get it too. Yeah. 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 Yep. It's funny because like so as real estate photographers, if if I tell people what I do for a living, mm -hmm. I'm like what people Explain. people do that. Yeah. They're like, you know, well, that makes sense because the photos have to come from somewhere. But yep. like, I didn't realize that it was like a job, you know. So like on the one hand, you have that. Yep. And then you have the other hand where people are like, oh, yeah, of course, there's firefighters, mm -hmm. you know, yes. but they don't actually understand right. what it entails. Right. They're like, oh, yeah, you get called for fires. Well, there's more to it than that. Yes. So that's yeah. interesting. All right. Yeah. We, so yep. this is the episode where we don't talk about real estate. Just kidding. <laughs> um, all right. So so let's circle back to real estate. Okay. Um, 
And uh, obviously it's interwoven, mm -hmm. right? Because like it's your life. Yes. So you're Ashley the mom and Ashley the wife and Ashley the realtor and Ashley, Ashley the... the director of marketing yeah. and Ashley. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're, you're an official 17 hats wearer here. I try. Um, how do you keep it all straight? Uh, right here. <laughs> you just have the brain. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Google Calendar. Google, yeah. And a really good calendar. <laughs> yes. Yep. Multiple calendars, actually. Yeah. That's really it. Okay. Yeah. All right. But uh, when did you decide that you wanted to be involved in all of this? Wh which part? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, real, in, 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 the, in the umbrella of real estate, um, well, what got you involved? Well, so when I first why? got out of college, I was the marketing coordinator for the Keller Williams office. Okay. Um, in Concord? Yeah. Okay. So I worked there for three and a half years, I think. Okay. Um, then went out and did some other bigger corporate jobs. Mm -hmm. um, and then after I had my second baby, Kristen came calling. Okay. <laughs> um, How did she find out about you? Well, I had known her from the office before. Got it, yeah. Got it, got it. Okay. She was one of my favorites right, at the so office. She's like, Ashley, I need you. Yeah. So she was looking to grow her team. Okay. Um, and I, I was still doing some side work for her in the background, um, in between those jobs. Mm -hmm. Um, so that, yeah, we, we just, she already had Laura, who's Laura is our transaction coordinator. Um, and then was me. And then we just keep adding some people. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yep. And how long has it been? Um, I've been with Kristen for five years, mm -hmm. a little over five years. All right. Yeah. All right. And obviously a good journey. Yes. Otherwise, I, you don't strike me as the type that would suffer um, fools. And, no. Uh, it, you I mean, everybody hang. suffers, but. Well, everyone <laughs> yeah. suffers. Suffering fools is a whole other story. Exactly. Um, but uh, you definitely um, seem to have your wits about you and, and uh, ownership of, of you. Yeah. Me and Kristen um, have a good relationship. So wonderful. we understand each other. That's good. It's yes. important. Yes. It's, it's important dynamic. Um, a lot it of, is. a lot of people, um, they enter into business transactions without any real, uh, guidepost yep. or any guardrails yes. installed. Yes. And then they kind of find them along the way. Yeah. Um, that's kind of how I started yep. to be honest. Cause I yeah. was a solopreneur, yeah. you know? And, and so, uh, yesterday was my 11th year of, um, of uh, self-employment. I saw that on Facebook, on Instagram, the all yeah. the things. Yeah, all the things, all the things. <laughs> um, and I didn't know that this journey would take me in front of a microphone talking to you 11 years later. Oh. Um, and uh, I, you know, for the most part, we did make it up as we went along early on. Fake it till you make it, baby. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, it, it, it was I, I had to. Yeah. I had to. And and when, when I first started doing real estate photography, um, and we moved out here to Lemonster, uh, Lemonster Fitchburg area. Mm -hmm. um, there was not really anybody in the market at the time. There was a couple of people. Yeah. And they're still there today. Um, but predominantly, it was basically like three or four companies. That's it. Yeah. And now there's hundreds upon hundreds of real estate photographers out there. Um, and so the dynamic has changed a lot. But there's still only about three to four companies. Yeah, but you started right. before them all. So well, you got the, the one, you got the upper. I did. Hand. I did. I did. I did. And, um, I've, you know, I've learned recently about, uh, some photographers, uh, distancing themselves from real estate because the market's been challenging, um, and either migrating to other areas of the country or just simply focusing on portraits or weddings, yeah. other, other kinds of income. So it's, it's really, it's really humbling to see those kinds of shifts happen. Um, and so likewise in the real estate market, there's been a lot of shifting going on lately. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's been, 
It's been a year. It, it has. It's been a year. Tell me a little bit about like your observations from what 2023 has been. Uh, Even 22, maybe, you know? I feel like you just don't know what kind of curveball you're going to get any given week, yeah. any given day. Any. I mean, it's just, you just, it's so hard right now to know. You can't predict it because... Sure. One week you could list a house and it might sit for three weeks and you get no offers. And then next weekend you list a house and it has 15 offers on it. And really, yeah, okay. it's just, there's no, I feel like there's no pattern right now, Yep. which is hard. I, I agree with the lack of pattern. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's good, but it's hard. It's mm-hmm. good that there's still that out there, Right. but, but it's hard. It's hard. How do you sell yourself to clients when you can't? obviously nobody has a magic eight ball and can tell exactly what's going to happen when you sell your house. But usually you can give some sort of guideline, guideline, predicament, (laughs) something, but really it's like, okay, you're the catcher and I'm throwing, what kind of ball am I throwing? Right. Right. Exactly. (laughs) So you, yeah, I feel like there's no rhyme or reason right now. (laughs) And I also, it's very location dependent, obviously. Yep. Your market um, coverage is primarily Acton. Yeah, Acton, Boxborough, Maynard, Littleton. Boxborough with the O U G H on the end. Of course. Of course. Kristen, the only way it's Kristen spelled. would not like it if I did not have the O U G H. <laughs> I've applied the O U G H to all of our properties moving forward. Like this was Thank you. You know, years ago when, when we first encountered that with you. Um, and uh, I've actually gotten some pushback to the contrary. Really? It's funny, yeah. It's funny. It's like well, a potato, tr- potato. They're not true. <laughs> Northboro, Westboro, yes. Southboro. Yeah. Oh. It's only because it doesn't fit on the highway sign. Oh, I never really thought about it that way. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yep. Um, but yeah, it is location dependent. Yes. And um, it's it's funny to see hot spots pop up throughout Massachusetts. Yes. Because they ebb and flow a lot. Yes. Um, and it used to be, I'd say prior to I'd say prior to COVID, Mm -hmm. I could reliably somewhat forecast when the 495 belt would heat up because I knew when Merrimack Valley was cooling down Yep. or when Boston was, you know, cooling down or whatever because it would pulsate. Yeah. And so it was kind of like this whole ripple effect kind of mentality, right? right. right? It would originate in Boston or originate in the Merrimack Valley and just kind of like pulse out from there. Um, But now it's kind of weird because it's sometimes in reverse. Yeah, it. Yeah. Well, you had all those people from Boston come out during COVID because oh, yeah. they didn't want to be in the city. Yep. And now it's like, okay, some of them want to go back. Some of them want to yep. move here. It just, it's yeah, it's it just, true. it is very hot spot. And then you have all those out of state relocations happening. Yes. Tons of that. Yes. Uh, people that would move away because they could rework remote. And yes. then they're finding out that their companies aren't Actually, allowing that anymore. Actually, you can't work remote anymore. <laughs> so now they're being called back to the office. Mm-hmm. So they're either, either having to... Um, they're either having to uh, find a new job mm-hmm. in their area that yep. is local or um, have to have to move. Yeah. And I know some people who have yeah. moved. Same. And yeah. that's, uh, that's a real challenge for any family. Yeah, it is. I, yeah. I don't know how people are doing it, honestly, because I would hate to move as a family right now. <laughs> um, but I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, it's... Uh, it's hard to respond to an unpredictable market. Agreed. What have you guys been doing to try to remain uh, ahead as best as humanly possible, given the circumstances? Mm-hmm. Um, so my big thing right now is just back to basics Okay. because everybody tries everything and you get too many hands doing, you know, you know, and it, sure. you got to do something well. You're spinning too many plates. Yes. Do something well. Do it good okay. and just go back to the basics because okay. 
it's not going to hurt, first of all. No. Um, and you know you know how to do it yep. because it's that you had to. Um, so I, I feel like that's the big thing that I keep telling the team right now is just okay. back to basics. What do so, do what, your mailings. Make your calls. All right. Get your face in front of people. Sponsor local community events yep. because brand recognition that's it, baby. Absolutely. <laughs> Top of mind. Yes. Right. Yeah. And, and you're only as good as, as well, you're only as available as your last sightseeing. Yeah. So like if, if you're not present right. in the networking events and the community events right. and, right. and doing your fundraisers right. and all that kind of stuff, are you even right. present at all? Being present in the community that we sell in is probably one of the most important things hmm. because how do you sell a town that you don't know anything uh, about? You know what I mean? Invested in. Yeah. Yep. Right. Okay. So yeah. you're talking about low level reinvesting. Yeah. And and primarily time. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All yeah. right. How do you find that time? <laughs> I mean, I just delegate it out to everybody yeah, else. I just tell them they need to find the time. <laughs> All right. No, just curious. Um, I mean it's a puzzle. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fine. And honestly, I think I think that if someone were to ask me that question, I'd uh-huh. say, Well, I have a team for that. Like, well, yeah. We, we, we do work as a team. And yeah. I mean, if we're doing an event or whatever, I mean, just seeing one person from the team is better than not seeing anybody. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I feel like if we as a team have a presence somewhere, yeah. then that's what matters. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. So, so you guys are creating a larger net to capture more. Yeah. Um, and sometimes things still slip through, but when they don't, they don't. Right. Um, and so that's, that's yeah. a, that's an advantage. Yes. Um, so all right. Well, that's, that's interesting because you're all three realtors, yourself included, that we've had on the show have been part of a team mm-hmm. environment, mm-hmm. but that's the first time that topic has come up in regards to the team approach being a benefit to just the whole one for all kind yeah. of approach. Um, I tell mean, me a little bit more if you're going to be on a team, you need to act as a team yeah. and that's basically what it comes down to. Okay. We, you do, you do it for the team. The yeah. team is better if we're working as a team. Okay. Um, I don't, I mean, there's no I in team. Yeah. I know that's corny, but. but there's a me if you rearrange <laughs> the letters. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah, I agree. I just, yeah, you have, I mean, I grew up on every team you can imagine. So I know that value of a team and it's more valuable than it, it just is what it is. Mm-hmm. You can't get away from it. Well, it's a support structure. Yeah. And much like the relationships that you talked about with your vendors, there's a relationship with your team mm-hmm. where you're leaning on them and, and, and the feeling is mutual. Yeah. In an ideal team, right. team environment. And when right? you have a team, you need that support or you will fail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so a lot of realtors are, in fact, solopreneurs. Mm-hmm. Um, what, um, what, what advice would you give to somebody who is at the crossroads of a career change within real estate. So like if somebody were, somebody were exiting this year mm-hmm. as a sole proprietor, yep. a team of one, yep, um, and they were trying to shake things up for next year, what advice would you give them? And join a team? Is that what you mean? Like Not necessarily. Like if they were at a crossroads of reassessing their career path, uh-huh. what kind of information or what kind of knowledge might you impart on them that they might try next year? that maybe they haven't tried in the past? Um, Team included. Yeah. I mean, I come from a creative background, so I always say the more like professional you look and the more polished you look, the better and you stand out. Okay. So like anything, any documents you're using, your resume, anything really, 
it needs to look like top notch. Best foot forward. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because I feel like that makes like that does make you stand out. And whenever you see other creative minded people, they it, it clicks with them and then they realize that this is professional top notch work. And I feel like sometimes real estate specifically can get away from that yeah. because they just wanted to get it done quickly. It's a data industry. Yes. Just, they just want to get it done quickly. And sometimes that's not always the best. Okay. Um, yeah. Who's I the, like to make things look pretty. No, no that, that's, <laughs> the, I admire that. Yeah. You know that. Yes. Uh, because that's what we are about mm-hmm. here. Um, but we also concentrate on the, on the, on the, uh, get it done quick. Yeah. Well, approach, well you have right? to, yes. Being, being, the, being where we're at. Yeah. Um, but the hardest part I think of the field that we work in is the data gathering yeah. and the number crunching. Yeah. Because there's, there's no, there's no reporting agency for photographers. <laughs> All right. And there's no licensing agency. There's no board of directors. There's no ethics yep. you know, commission or anything like that. Um, and so as a result, we're kind of just, and in so, how life, do you keep your standards up where they we're need in to a be? Lifeboat yeah, in the middle of the ocean, and we're just like, there's other lifeboats in sight, but we can't communicate, right? Because some of them don't want to, right? Or some of them are afraid to, or whatever. So, there's various reasons, right? Yep. Um, and so, as an industry, we can't really compare ourselves to our industry partners, no, because there's no transparent data like you guys have, right? Um, and because you can go on MLS and you can pull up. Say, I sold this many houses. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And you can pull out any report that you want. Exactly. Because it's, it's open source for the most right. part. Right. Um, and I, I wish, yeah. you know, if, from, from my mouth to the world, mm-hmm. I wish we had, I wish we had a board of directors or some supervisory role for real estate photographers that had a level of standard, standardized profession, um, expectations. I nominate so, yeah, right. Jeremy Bedore. Yeah. I'll see it up. I'll head up one more thing. Um, but in all seriousness though, like, you know, there's, there's like, there's cheesy, no, not cheesy. Uh, there's kind of entertainment driven, um, uh, c- uh, conventions and stuff like yeah. that, you know, aimed at yeah. what we do. Um, but there's not really information sharing other than, Here's how to do things. Right. Or the state of the market as my Well, that's kind of similar so. in terms yeah. of real estate agents. Okay. They don't like to share their tools. All right. So so actually it sounds to me like it's the opposite. So we're very open with our tools. We're very closed with our data. Right. Yes. Real estate agents aren't like don't ever ask a real estate agent to see their listing presentation. They won't show it to you. Interesting. <laughs> yes. Interesting. Yeah, they're very, and so, so, but like people go on listing appointments and you like, you might see someone else's listing presentation on the table. Uh, You know what I mean? Take a quick mental note. uh, Do you have to use the bathroom? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah. No, they don't share their tools. Sure, sure. Okay. They don't, it's, it's a hush hush. But aren't they all the same? Yes. That's the thing. Okay. Unless. That was, that was partly a barbed question. Unless you're lover or live. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, But yes, because like Keller Williams gives a toolkit to all of them, but they all customize and create their own little, sure. so they don't want it. It's they a don't, variant of yeah, it. Yeah. They just don't, agents just don't like to share their one up secrets or their, how yep. they think they're going to take the advantage over. Sure. I get that. Yeah. So okay. I feel like you kind of s- similar from like other companies, like the newest trends, you, you got to keep up with the newest trends because you, there's it always a new trend in your hard. industry. It is very hard to keep up yeah. because there's a lot of flavor of the month kind of stuff. Yes. Where you got to be careful. Um, 
like so not my, to go all in on something. Oh my goodness, yes. So last my, two weeks, <laughs> my wife Jen, uh, she runs our social media, mm-hmm. and we try very hard to keep our social media as classic mm-hmm. as possible. Yep. So that we're not an ebb and flow trend, yeah. you know, trend yeah. seeker. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes the temptation yeah. kicks in. You gotta, you know, jump on that viral. Oh man, <laughs> the temptation's there. But the truth of the matter is, you either have to commit or yes. stay out. Yeah. Agreed. You know, so it's, I, I, I think that that's probably the same for some of the trends in real estate yeah. or even some of the basics that you talked about earlier. You talked about mailings. All right. So I heard I was interviewing, um, actually we were being interviewed, um, by a, a potential podcast client mm-hmm. and, um, the head of office was interviewing us and they said, uh, you know, it's, it's like, it's like target marketing, Jeremy, yeah. she goes, it only works if you're committed to doing it. Right. Because, you know, you you do a, you do a mailer one month, you're going to get nothing. Right. You do it for two months, maybe nothing. You're Three months, keep, yeah. maybe one. Yeah. You know, and, but it's a lot of, a lot of uh, broadcast marketing is just waiting for the right moment for people to respond to it. Right. But it's about repetition and consistency. Right. right. And so the same thing with us, right? Yes. Like we could go flavor of the month. We could go, you know, chasing after the new shiny. Mm-hmm. But the truth of the matter is in our industry, what works the most is the basics themselves. Right. right. Photos, video, and honestly, plans, drone. You, okay, you go viral on one reel. What, what are you going to? What are you going to get, get from, from that? It? Because you're so location driven that much. you don't care if someone from California. I mean, you're not going to. I mean, maybe you'll fly Keith to California. I don't know. If the pro- <laughs> I'm putting it out there to the world. <laughs> Yes, I would. Well, if he's available. Exactly. And if not Keith, Crystal. Yeah. If not Crystal, somebody else. Yeah. Um, but, but you you need to focus on the yeah. your local. It's true. And, and same with real estate. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yep. we're not going to sell a house in no. Texas. No. I mean, yeah, I might give you a referral, but it's just that that viral reel, that's all the energy that it's you short, put into it. for short play. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Um, and it takes a lot of effort. <laughs> it, it does. It does. Because I've found that as soon as you have to change gears and think differently, the adoption of that new method mm-hmm. takes so much time and energy to just assume. Right. And then what? You yeah. use it once and then you dispose of it. Yeah. That's very. It took you all that time to learn consum- how to do it and do everything. And then, okay. If that's not consumer culture, I don't know what <laughs> exactly. is. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Um, and so we, ha- we have to be cautious to stay away from that. Um, I think. Yeah. Uh, in I agree. The real estate world. I agree. And I think that touches upon pretty much every, um, every end of the real estate world. Yeah. Um, because I think that really from a creativity or a, or a, um, a new adoption side of things, the technology really has to be big in order for you to want to adopt it. Yes. Agreed. Um, and obviously there's been some significant overhauls in technology. Yeah. I know that KW completely overhauled their back end within the past couple of years. Yes. KW, um, KW command. Yeah. Yes. KW command. Um, and so likewise, you know, any, any massive change has to really be done with a great consideration. Yeah. And if you're floating in and out of, um, oh, let's try this, let's try that. You're not going to. Yeah. What's the end result? Mediocre. At best. Yes. Right? And because you don't stick with it long enough to... To actually learn how to really, truly be successful and do it well. Right. And the diminishing returns of the professional side of anything Mm -hmm. is in that last two years. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, you you can quickly adopt anything, you know, within the first couple months. Right. 
and then systematize it within the next couple. But it's not within those first four months that the success happens. No, never. That's just the implementation piece. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And the so. learning and the learning curve alone is just hard. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then contribute to that additionally the roller coaster that is real estate. Right. Volume. Um, time suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Time suck, absolutely. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of input and not a lot of output sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's not a friendly um, climate right now for uh, commission driven um, jobs. No, it's Especially not. With, with real estate. Related. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't, I can't even imagine. It'll all be okay. I know. It will. It will. We'll figure One it out. One way or another. Yeah. <laughs> it's all figure out. Yeah. Just keep doing your job. Yep. Keep doing it well. It'll be okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I feel like it's just too early swimming. to just explode over what's happening with that right now. It's oh, just without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. Um I think that I think that uh fortune favors the prepared. Mm-hmm. But the best way to be prepared is to be patient. Yeah, exactly. And if we show our level of impatience and, and get restless, right. we're likely to actually create a worse situation in the long run. Exactly. Exactly. It's all about your mindset. Yeah. Yes. Yep. But on the same token, flip side to that coin is to not remain stagnant. No. Of course not. What are you guys doing to not remain stagnant? Ooh. Boy. Oh. Not remain stagnant. I mean... I feel like it's similar what we just talked about, just being out there and being in the community and always offering to help people and being their go-to person. Yep. Well, you talked about the importance of the basics yeah. and, and returning to them. Mm-hmm. And I think that a return to the basics is itself the opposite of stagnant. Yeah. Um, I think in many ways we tend to sundown ideas maybe a little bit too pr- prematurely. Yeah. Or the new and shiny gets our attention for a little bit too long. Exactly. Yes. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. All right. And so. I mean, yeah, everybody gets so many different emails and do this, do that. It just, you could go down this path that you just would never return from if you, everything that was shiny could ruin you. <laughs> What's your email count a day? Me or Kristen? Oh, <laughs> Okay. Either. I mean, well, I handle her. I help with her email too. So I'm in both. Okay. I mean, I'm not one to, I don't have a zero. I never have a zero. I can't. I I know you would think otherwise. I know. I, no, I wouldn't. I mean, I know it's there. I looked at it, but. You're a, I have balls in the air. Yeah. Kind of person. Yeah. You're a juggler. Yeah. And so I don't think jugglers ever have zero. No. Because that would mean that. That would mean death. Yeah. Yeah, it would actually. I feel like that would be weird to have zero. It would be. Yeah. A clean inbox is not yeah. a welcome sight. Yeah. Okay. It means you got nothing going on. Yeah. All right. So, so, so if you're not a zero, what are you? Probably, well, which email address are we talking about? Uh, just combined or average. I would say probably about 10,000. A day? No. Oh, like total unread in my inbox right now. Oh. Yeah. So you're not a sorter. No. Yeah. That's surprising to me. Is it? Yeah. See, my inbox is my to-do list. Yeah. But I always go back. Like, I know that it's there. And I don't ever, like, forget about Like, not forget about it, but I don't just ignore it. Okay. I guess. All right. I just sometimes like the, it's not opened. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. No, I get that. And I'm not a sorter. I don't have folders. 
Interesting. Yeah. I have probably 50 folders yeah. and, um, you know, I, we have a conglomerate folder for just real estate only yep. client kind of communications, but then I have all of my employee communications, my yeah. accounting, you know, like yeah. all of my different vendors have their own folders. And yeah. Stuff. I mean, I feel like so. if I was in your shoes, I would probably need to be a little more folder mm. orientated than I am. <laughs> I just envisioned this hierarchy that you had come up with or something like that, like a tree structure. Um, just Google Calendar is yeah. just my friend. <laughs> it took me a lot to get Kristen to use the Google Calendar, so I'm just proud oh. of that. What was she on before? Here. Oh. Yeah. That's dangerous. I feel like that's normal for a real estate agent, though. Probably. Yeah. I can't I can't speak intelligently about that. Yeah. But once you, I feel like once you that go down that team, you need the calendar. Yeah. Or you oh, will without die. A doubt. Without a doubt. And <laughs> yes. you have to live and die by it. Yes. If it's not on the calendar, it doesn't Don't get exist. out of your bed without looking at the calendar in the morning. <laughs> Oof, that's dangerous. You have to. Do you keep your phone across the room? No. My husband's a firefighter. I can't. That's true. It's always on loud and it's yeah. always on. Okay. Because that's fair. what if he needs me at one o'clock in the morning? You're absolutely correct. Yeah. Absolutely correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so if you text me and you think, oh, she won't get it till the morning, she got it. <laughs> well, well yeah. I knew who I know who to refer if somebody needs something at midnight. Right. Um, that's interesting. You yeah. Know, that, that's a that's a dynamic, obviously, that you know, not not many have to um, contend with. Yeah. Um, I can't I yeah. I just can't turn it. I mean, if he if he's home, yeah, I'll yeah. turn it off. But if he's not home, I can't I just can't bring myself to It's respectable. Yeah. It's respectable. Yeah. It, you should never, ever, ever have to explain that anything yeah. further than that. Yeah. Or explain it at yeah. all, probably. So sometimes it gets me in trouble with, or not me in trouble, but it's like me reading things that I don't want to read at one o'clock in the morning. I get that. So. I get that for yeah. sanity purpose. Yes. Yeah. 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 All right. That yeah. makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> so don't text me. No, I won't. I won't. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. My, my phone stays in my office. Does at, it? At night. Oh, yep. props to you. Yeah. So we have uh Actually, um, our girls had, uh, up until two weeks ago, they had a Google alarm clock, um, which is uh, able to, this is a dumb move. You want to know what not to do as a parent? Tell me all the things. Here we go. Ready? Don't get your kids an alarm clock where you can say stop from your bed. Oh, like the child can say stop? Yes. Oh, yes. that's not an alarm clock. (laughs) No, that's not an alarm clock. That is a wake up clock. Yeah. But that is not a get out of bed clock. No. And so my kids would wake up say stop in their half slumber and go back to sleep. Oh. And I, for, it's not because I didn't realize that. Uh It's because I was uncomfortable in getting them to change that. Gotcha. And so uh, a good friend of mine and and I sat down and I just kind of vented about that one day. Mm -hmm. He looks at me, he goes, "We're, we're next to Walmart right now, Jeremy. We're fixing this. Right. And so we went. Get and a, I implemented that. And boy, well, this, there was a gnashing of teeth the following was morning. Was there? Oh, my goodness. So what'd you get? I just got this dumb Regular old? This old. Standard? Beep, beep, like high pitch kind of thing. Across the room? Across the room. Across the room. Got to get and, out of the bed to... And guess what? It worked. We have not once had to chase them out of bed again. Well, there you go. In two weeks. It's been hands down the single most early morning upgrade for my wife and I. That I'm going to need that soon. So, Yeah. <laughs> Mine are still a little young for the alarm clock, but they are. But my seven and my eight year old, so we have the four girls, mm-hmm. right? So sixteen, fourteen, eight, and seven. And um, my eight and seven year old who share a room, yep. they're like, "When are we going to get ours?" They're okay. all excited about okay. it. Okay, so that's not a bad thing. You know what? No, it's not at all. No. So I'm strongly considering taking them up on that desire, yeah, and giving them one yeah. while they want one, yeah, and 
you know, that way I'm not implementing something against their will. It's with their will. Right. When so. they're 12 and they're mad about it. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. Good idea. Because that will happen eventually. I know. I hate waking uh, up and waking them up in the morning. They're just not pleasant. What, what time? <laughs> um. Well, they're good sleepers. I wake them up at 730. He's not pleased. No. We're <laughs> the, fi- old, the oldest one is a boy. He's please to get up we're a 545 family his mm. school is a half hour away from us uh-huh and so we have to leave the house at 7 30 what time so does school start eight okay well 8 15 so the, okay. the the drop-off window is 7 55 to 8 15 jeez um and so you know 25 to 30 minute drive uh, and then on top of that my oldest uh, samantha she has her learner's permit oh and so um i've been hustling to get my floor plans done before we have to leave the house so i get up at five o'clock to start my floor plans because uh, I obviously finalize them before yep. sending them off to clients and stuff. Um, and so I've been doing the, you know, the, I, I've, I've been in passenger seat while she's been driving. And so she, she, she drives all of us all to school. All the way school. to school. Ooh. Yeah. And so it's a good way to dr- get drive time in, you know, 25 yes. minutes each way. Yeah. That adds up fast. And it's like the same so. drive. So it's good to like. Right. Some yes. regularity and stuff. Um, How's it going? So far, so great. Really good. Good. Really good. She actually got her physical learner's permit yesterday. We went to the DMV. Um, to get that. And uh, I got to say, honestly, it was a flawless DMV visit. We had an appointment. We came in with a fully completed form. Nothing uh-huh. got pushed back acro- across the counter. Really? At me. The first time in my entire life that that had happened. They should make a commercial out of what you just right? said. Right. <laughs> and uh, and I even got complimented by the, by the attendant who, oh, wow, you actually have a completely filled out form. Thank you so much. This is wow. the first one that I've gotten this month. And a pleasant you person. <laughs> and so, yeah. Yeah, wow. a pleasant person. And so I, I told him uh, on our departure, I said, I got to tell, tell you, the door swings both ways here. I said, this is the first time that I left the DMV in a good mood. <laughs> there you go. He goes, well, there's that. You know? Yes. But no, so so the driving is going wonderfully. Okay. Um, and um, it's just, uh, it's a it's a, it's a a challenge for the family as yeah. far as um, the discomfort of the other three siblings mm-hmm. who don't want to be driven by the oldest sister. For reasons of sibling, sibling rivalry yes. and all the other stuff that mm-hmm. goes along with it. So yes. That's the biggest challenge, honestly, uh, from a from a control of the vehicle standpoint. We started a couple of years ago just in our small mm-hmm. uh, neighborhood because we have a very easy community where we live. Yes. And um, nobody says boo about the kind yes. of stuff. And I, That's how I grew up. Yeah. My yeah, dad so, let me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think it makes you a better driver. I think it does. Yeah. I think it does. Because so. it's more scary when you get in with those people that have never driven a car before. Oh, certainly. Here's your permit. Go drive a car. Yeah, right. I've right. never stepped on the gas pedal before. Well, that's the thing. So she, when she went to go take her, her lessons um, with the driving instructor, the uh, the instructor's like, okay, you've driven before. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, just in my dad's neighborhood yes. and stuff. And so that was, that was you yes. know, an easy thing. But... Um, all but these, no. all these things you got to navigate as a parent. You'll get there. I know. Oh, I know. I You'll know. get there. It's going to take another seven years for you to get there. Yeah. But uh-huh. it'll fly by. It is. Yeah. yeah. What do you do to slow things down? Family wise. Yeah. Mm, I'm a very big stickler on family dinners. That's how I grew up. Yep. Sit at the table and we talk to each other. Yeah. Sometimes I got to remind my husband about that, but oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, that's how I grew up. We all ate dinner together as a family and talked about the day. And I feel like that is very important. It's connecting. Yes. Because everybody has a different day and they want to talk about it. And sometimes I don't have the time to talk about it when they get in the car or, you know what I mean? So I feel like when we're all sitting together and that's, that's the time where we slow down, I feel like. And then after that, 
it's chaos, but <laughs> yeah. Do you, are you the recipient of bed, bed of bedtime poetry from one of your kids yet? Um, no, Owen just started reading. Okay. So sometimes he'll read to all of us mm-hmm. like me and his sister. Um, but no poetry yet. Okay. Just the mom, one more thing. Yeah. One more thing, mom. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> right. Right. There's that. So, um, we have a, a thing in our house, obviously with the long commute from school, there's that dead time, mm-hmm. right? It's silent. Is it? Almost the whole way. I could, I could see that actually, because but when they get in the car from school, I the think long day. Yes. But the thing about it is like, how does school go? Fine. Yeah. You can't get Good. anything out of them. Nothing. Yep. And then you get to bedtime. So today. Uh, yes. Well, I was like, yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. And so they go on and on and on about it. And uh, it's a challenge because like you have to buffer bedtime. Yeah, you do. So. And you don't want to be like, I don't want to hear that right now no. because you want them to get it out. You do. By but shutting them down. It's not a convenient to, time, but it's just it is what it is. It's when it comes back in their brain. And yeah. 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 Probably because they're at their, re- at their potential resting state. Yeah. So they, they had time to like think about it. Yeah. 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 I never really thought about it. From that perspective, but yeah, that yeah. makes sense, obviously. No, when they get in the car after school, it's silent and they're hangry. Hangry. <laughs> like they get mad if I don't bring a snack. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Do you take your kids to real estate listings? Um, I've taken them to show a few houses mm-hmm. and left them in the car. Okay. <laughs> With the iPads. All right. Um, the digital just a couple, minis. Just a couple times. But that kills me a little inside though, just yeah. so you know. We I are not, we are not... Judgment free area. We are not the digital family. Like I do, if we go out to dinner, I'm not handing them my phone. Mm -hmm. It's not happening. Mm -hmm. Um, So yes, it kills me a little inside when I have to hand them the Mm -hmm. iPad, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do. You do. Yeah. Um, So I would say a handful of times I've brought them. Do they talk to you about, uh, do you talk with them or do they talk to you at all? I know they're still younger, Uh but like have they expressed interest in gathering knowledge on it? Yeah, actually, um, it's funny when they spot like a sign on the right on the road. Okay. They'll be like, "Mom, did you sell that house? Did Kristen sell that house?" I'm like, "I don't. Uh, let me look." But <laughs> oh, one one of the uh, like a real estate panel on the side of the road. Yeah, yep. yeah, and yep. they all like anything red. Okay. they just assume that it's us. Sure, well, <laughs> which is cute. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they do talk about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I talk, if I answer the phone, Mom, is that Kristen? Why is Kristen always calling you? She just needs to. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. Uh, and, and and kids are sponges. Yeah. So course. they absorb yes. everything that goes it's on around scary. them. It's very intimidating. Yes, yes very it intimidating. is very intimidating. And stuff that you forgot that you said they remembered. Yes. Mm-hmm. And stuff that like three years ago they mm. remember. Mm. You're like, I didn't want you to remember that. <laughs> no, yes, the good and the bad. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. Usually the bad. Yeah. It's just, can you apply that knowledge to your math homework? Right, 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 right. That's good. Yeah. Um, so being from the creative end of things, mm-hmm. what would be your number one change that you would implement if you were responsible for all things real estate? Mm. If you were not so much in charge of your own team, but more along the lines of if you had a say over an entire office, mm-hmm. if you were able to make the decision that would help all agents and you knew that categorically, what would be the one thing? Um, your pictures that you put up. Okay. Sell the house. Right. I mean, everybody looks at the pictures first. They do. You know what I mean? Yep. So if you got a cell phone picture as your first one, it ain't going to cut it. For sure. Um, 
Yeah, that would probably be the the top one. And then giving people as much information as possible. I feel like a lot of times people just leave stuff out because of... Speak on that. Like like filling out MLS. Mm. Fill out as much as possible. You know you know it. Okay. Just take the time to fill it out. Okay. Because it's going to help you. You don't have to answer as many phone calls. And it's going to help the other people that are trying to buy the house. And why not do that out of the goodness of your heart? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's fair. All yeah. right. So, so be a team player. Yeah, basically. Okay. All right. I mean, it really is. Real estate is a team, whether you want to admit it or not. Yeah. You need yeah. the buyer's agent well, yeah. as much as, you know what I mean? Where did the creativity start in life? For me? Yeah. Mm. When I was 10. <laughs> and was it just like a natural extension of Ashley? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was it nurtured so, by anything in particular? Um, not really because I mean, my mom's not like creative in that manner. My dad is a Mason, so he is creative. Okay. Um, but my mom don't tell my brother's teachers this, but my, my mom used to pay me to do my brother's pro- like projects for school. <laughs> wow. Yeah. He hated doing it and I like doing it. <laughs> Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. It was fun. Wow. Yeah. So he'd come in with all these fancy, like, and they'd be like, he looked like a star. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember one time I made this haunted house. They had to make a haunted house out of a cereal box. Okay. Mine had the cereal box, living room, a garage, and a floating moon over the top. (laughs) That was your first foray into real estate, apparently. Mm -hmm, Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, I've just always been the creative one, I guess. Okay. In my family. Okay. And it just carried me, carried me through. I went to Fitchburg State. Okay. Um, and my major there was communications media. Okay. So I did a lot of photography classes, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got my master's degree in marketing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So I've just always been the creative one. All right. I don't know why, but I have. No. Yeah. Oh, you, I'm not looking for a why. Yeah. Just more looking for yeah. a how. Yeah. So I feel like I like being the creative one because I feel like. I help people in that way, whether it be family or colleagues, or I like to be the one to help them be more creative okay, or stand out All right. in creative manners. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Because we can always, we could all use a little oomph. Yeah. Right? Right. And I think that's obviously why I would say that that's why you're, you're all about the best foot forward. Mm-hmm. And so for you, a listing presentation or information packet. Yes. Any printed or, or digital media. Yes. Needs to be done. Like. Yes. Print, print materials are my favorite. Yeah. I know people don't use them as much anymore, but those are my favorite. Why? I just like having it in my hand. Yeah. I just like having it and being able to look at it and yeah, I feel like that should never go away. I agree. Yeah. I agree. We were just talking about to, to another photographer earlier today. Um, who stopped by the studio and uh, we were talking about the importance of printing our work mm-hmm. um, specifically like framed prints. Yeah. I love those. And, and uh, um, it came up that, you know, the, the appreciation that a photographer gets yeah. from seeing their stuff hanging on the wall. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a, a whole different level. Yes. You know, and seeing it on a screen, it's like, Oh, Yes. That's it. Well, that's, it's funny because we, so we get our picture taken every year for <laughs> Christmas family photos or whatever. And yep. usually we use the same. Have you already done yours this year? Um, no, they're this weekend. Okay. Um, usually we use the same two or three photographers mm-hmm. I've used since my wedding. Mm-hmm. And so she, she came to my house one time to do one Christmas 
to do photos and she came in and there's literally pictures of my family all over the house that she's taken. And she's like, I love that you decorate with my pictures. I just, yeah, she was appreciative. Yeah. Because I mean, you, I mean, you know, it just digital goes onto a thumb drive or a computer and it's never to be seen again. Yeah. It's so it's really different with obviously with a real estate photography, right? Because like, it's not, it's not like, they need to very, save it and look at it for the rest of their life. Very rarely is it a keepsake. Yes. Very rarely. Yes. A couple of times, I'd say a few times a year. Yeah. We get, you know, we'll get, uh, we'll get clients asking for um, uh, a digital copy of yeah. you know, maybe the front of their home or drone or something. Exactly yeah. Right. Um, but generally speaking, it's not, it doesn't have the same value. Right. As right. a human being does. Right. 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 And nor should it. Yes. Um, but when I was doing uh, weddings mm-hmm. prior to all this. Yep. Cause that's how I got started. Yes. Um, I was always kind of, uh, it, it was, I always felt a little let down when they didn't buy any print products uh-huh. and it wasn't because of the dollars. Cause I barely made any markup on the print products. I tried to like reduce their price to just a little bit of a markup yep. so that it would incentivize them to order it. Was it want. the thought that they, they didn't like the pictures enough to it, print it, them? It, it ate away at me. Yeah. It I can see that. I can and see that. I, I'm I'm a very, I can be sensitive mm-hmm. um, when it comes to my pride in my work. And, and such a big milestone, like if a wedding, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, I could see that. Yeah. You'd want them to print every picture possible. and Yeah. Or, you know, at least like the group shot. A handful. Or, or yeah. That, or that shot. Or, oh man, I would always go way overboard trying to do one special shot. And I always mix it up on a per wedding basis. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I use lighting. Sometimes I use sparklers. Sometimes I use just silhouette against the moon yeah. or whatever. And it was always like the shot of the couple. Mm-hmm. Right? And I would always work way over time just to get that done. Yep. And um, then they'd be like, oh, I'm like, oh. Just do you oh. think that they like, would you provide the digital copies? Yeah. So do you think that they would just print them elsewhere? Potentially. Yeah. I think that I, I think it doesn't really matter. I think, no, I know. But I get, I get what right? you're saying. Like, that. In my mind, though. I'd be like, maybe they're not printing them at all. Yeah, I could see that. And that eats you. Yeah. Because you're like, I, it it makes you devalue your own work. Yeah, I could see that. anybody even Or second it. guess yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So and That's not so a good feeling. Was, no, not at all. Yeah. And so, I, so on the flip side of that coin, it's a huge boost to a, to any creative yeah. individual. I agree. Um, to see their, their work in physical form. Yeah. Um, and even if they weren't responsible for printing, it doesn't right, really matter right, right. the fact that it got printed because right. somebody treasured it enough right. to tie up that very valuable limited space on their wall Yes, to put the photo. Yeah. Right. Well, fo- I mean, photos are so different now because people don't, you just have them on your phone and you don't print them. Mm-hmm. Whereas like if you go to my grandmother's house, she has a trunk at sure. the bottom of the stairs full of photos. Frames. Just, oh. just loosely oh. photo. <gasps> yes. Okay. And you I mean, you could spend days just going through them and Nobody has that anymore. No. So but when you come across them, yeah. it's like a kid on Christmas. Yeah. Because you forgot about it or you, you yeah. Yeah. I actually did. Um, have you ever heard of groove book? No, they, I don't think they, they're not Shutterfly had bought them, but they're, okay. um, it was like this little book that was like a monthly subscription. Okay. And so you could upload a hundred photos to it and every month you would get a new little book and they were all perforated. 
So every month I would just upload photos from my phone into the book. So I have in my cabinet. You're still doing this? Uh, no, they stopped it. They stopped yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Because they probably, people probably weren't. All right. Putting it out into the world again. Right. Let's bring, bring that back Groove Book. Or something similar. <laughs> or something similar. Jeremy. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I have, I have my hands in I have things. stacks of them on, in my TV cabinet. Yep. Because like that's important to me. I like that my grandmother has a chest of photos at the end of her steps in her basement f- from years and years of nobody does that anymore. Back to basics. Yeah, exactly. Back to basics. I like it, Ashley. Yeah. I like it. Yes. Well, this has been a fantastic conversation. I agree. It was very nice. Thank you very much for coming to the studio. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome.